You're listening to Fear the Inth Cast. I'm JD. I'm Jason. Hey, man. Came in before you finished saying D. Well, that's how hot I was coming. I know. We're just on top of our game today. I'm I'm Jason. There's no dead air. There will be no dead air. None. None. Keep it going. Whenever someone pauses, the other one's just going to... He just has to yell. (laughs) Uh, Don't do it. Yes. How are you? There will be pauses. Now I feel like we have to fill in that time. (laughs) No, can't let a pause happen. No, it's okay to... If it's a natural part of the conversation... Let's take a good healthy pause. All right, we're good. (sighs) I'll just edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how are you doing? I'm good. It's been a long couple weeks, but I'm okay. Good. We're doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. How are you feeling about The Walking Dead being back? We're in the groove again. I'm glad The Walking Dead's back. Um, yeah. I honestly, this was weird. I watched it at lunch today because I didn't have time last night like I normally do. We went to the rodeo. Uh-oh. And so it, it kind of threw off my routine because I have other shows that I watch during lunch. And who'd you see at the rodeo again? Alessia Cara, my favorite artist. <laughs> I know. Awesome. I know all of her songs. All, well, you know, yeah, they're all really well known. Yeah. Well, what's funny is we were there at the show and the sound quality was not great because she's not like a super huge artist. Like right. we went last year and saw Blink-182. Oh, yeah. That was and it great. sounded good. Yeah. You could understand every word, but I didn't understand the word she was saying. But they have the words over on the side. for the subtitles? He- for the hearing impaired. Okay. For the hearing impaired. So the- And I was like, and I was pointing to all my friends. I was like, okay, if you can't understand what she's saying, the words are over there. So we spent like the whole concert <laughs> looking back and forth. So we knew what she well, was saying. Man, they should have had just like one camera focused in on a signer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That would have been great. That's way more fun to watch. But the good part is the rodeo has fair food, so we got, uh, I got a turkey leg, foot-long corn dog, holy balls, fried Oreos, fried cheesecake. It was, it was, you know, that's one thing I'm, I'm sad about whenever we saw Blink-182, my wife was super pregnant. Right. And she was just like, "Ah, I'm ready to go. My wife was pregnant too. I know, but mine, I guess, (laughs) couldn't hang. (laughs) So, like, you and I were the only ones drinking. Yeah. <laughs> which which was and great. We did. We did. We, we we drank for three that day. Yes. Uh, but what about you? you Wait, was good? my wife pregnant? I think she was. I think, Maybe she, she just didn't want to stay. I don't know. I, I feel like she drank. No, she but, wasn't. She wasn't pregnant yet. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure she drank. She did drink. My <laughs> wife was the pregnant one. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why she wanted to go home. She just wanted to see Blink-182. Yeah, she was She was done. <laughs> I had a turkey leg last year. I felt bad that you didn't. I know. If you ever had like just a a cooked turkey leg walking mm. around somewhere just eating meat off of Renaissance the bone. Oh my god. That's the only reason to yeah. go. You just like you only point where you want to go with the turkey leg. Right. Like, On that way. Right. And <laughs> but a meat flopping at, at the Renfest you can get like a flask like an Ooh. a horn of ale. Flag and a veil. A horn of I'll have a horn of ale and I'll a turkey leg. A horn <laughs> and a leg. It's just the way to do it. Like yeah. it's like, man, they had this. I shit feel like whenever I'm at the Renaissance Festival, I eat like a slob and I drink like a slob. I'm always like Dad, like really violent hand gestures right. with well, my and the shit gets in your beard. With my no, horn hand. No one cares. Right. Because it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. All right. So what are we doing? Oh, talking about The Walking Dead. Sure. Yeah. So we're back in the second half of the season. Uh, last episode, Carl died. Um, he took his own life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why he died. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shot himself in the head. Coward. Damn it. <laughs> took the easy way out. No. I mean, but the, the season started off with a bang, but sadly... <laughs> really? 
Started off with a bang. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> not a lot of people seem to care. Um, that Carl died? Not a lot of people watched the show. So oh, saying, yeah. Ratings were very low. Yeah. And it's concerning because killing off a major season one character, especially the future of the colonies and stuff like that, it's a big deal. And I'm hoping maybe in retrospect, people will go back and see it as an important episode. But at this point, a lot of, not a lot of people cared. And I think AMC may be getting concerned. Right. And they did have, you know, to their credit, they did have a pretty good boost in rating for last week's episode. Sure. There were a lot more people watching, but but that happens, right? It's like yeah. they know something's going to happen right here, yeah. you know. But so. I think, what did they say? Like for a mid-season premiere, it was the lowest one they've ever had, right? Right. right. So even, even a big jump in ratings right now isn't anywhere close to what they used to be. Right. So, but, yeah, that's that's tough. And especially because like this episode that aired, you know, this Sunday was – is supposed to be this change of tide, yeah. like this new era for The Walking Dead. Yeah, the, after Carl's death is when things are supposed to be changed and altered forever. And um, this episode called The Lost and the Plunderers. And Aaron tweeted us about this, and uh, we've had a couple other people tweet us too. Um, we'll get to them uh, shortly. Other people tweet us like real questions and like a whole pro and con list, which I thought was right. awesome. Um, but Aaron said he felt like this was kind of a filler episode. What do you think? Did it feel like a filler episode? Like, I know you don't watch anime, but in anime, there's filler episodes where you right. just like... And every time I've watched anime, it hasn't been a filler episode. Right, you've been lucky. <laughs> yes. I've been really fortunate. So, yes and no. Because I think that... Actually. No. <laughs> actually. No. Um, because I think that some things happened that in order to progress certain characters had to happen. Okay. So all of the heapsters being killed off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoilers. <laughs> Awkward. They're not all they're not all dead. They're mostly dead. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of them for <laughs> yes, sure. Ninety nine point nine. And then there's that one germ that lived on. I know. Thanks for nothing, Germex. But yeah, so you know, that being the change for her to become the leader of the whispers. Sure. If that's what happens, if that's clearly what's going to happen. Right. <laughs> well, and then, um, and then Simon, Simon really took a turn down a path that you didn't really expect. And that is, oh, I know that is a different, um, it's a different kind of plot point that you weren't expecting. You expect the saviors to kind of be united and it's weird to see division in their ranks as well, because everybody's so, I'm Negan, you're Negan, we're all Negan, to see someone actually not being Negan and thinking for themselves and doing kind of what they want and disagreeing, not only verbally, but also in action with what Negan right. has always preached, is a, is a big deal. It's a good thing to see that well-oiled machine start to fail a little bit. Well, it's, it's proof that Rick and his group are really starting to make a dent. They're really yeah. starting to make some headway. And I think that's a, a nice reminder. Like, okay, the Alexandria people are, are doing things. Yeah. Okay. But let's talk um, I, a little bit about the episode format before sure. we get into the sure. episode actual recap and our thoughts. It is a little disjointed more than normal just because of the titles. Like, okay, Rick, Michonne, uh, Negan... Yeah. Jadis, even yeah. like yeah, wait. 
why do we need why do we need to have these title screens it's like it's like when you're reading game of thrones mm-hmm. have you ever read them i've read the first book okay yeah it's like they say who the chapter is from right. the point of view of and it kind of felt like that which and, makes sense in a book it does make sense <laughs> in a book it absolutely does because i mean that's one thing about those big long ass novels it's always a lot of them do things where they will tell certain chapters from one character's point of view, and then the next chapter will be from another character's yeah. point of view. It's good to know what character you should be focusing right. on. Right, and it's a yeah. great way to tell a story, yeah, for sure, because you, you get to know more about the character when you see things from their point of view. You're also furthering the plot of the storyline and things like that, but I'm not sure how it translated to television. Yeah. Because you're not in their heads. You're not reading their thoughts like you do in a book. It's just like, okay, this is kind of Michonne's story. Um, she's really sad about Carl. Um, we knew that. We didn't need to say Michonne uh, for us to know that Michonne right. was sad about Carl dying. I and, don't know. Yeah. So you said something before we started recording that struck a chord with me is you were like, did they really need to tell us that? Did they really need to tell us to focus in on that person's story happening right now? Mm-hmm. And I think that that does take away from like what they feel like their audience is capable of catching on to. Like, I like smarter shows, like smart, <laughs> like smarter shows where it's like, smork, smork, smork. The focus isn't, say it's Michonne, the focus might not be Michonne in that moment, but if she's still acting and she's carrying on even in the background and catches an eye or whatever, like something happens and then I get to read into that to say like, oh, did you see? And I, that's something I feel like Walking Dead fans love and sure. when they're talking on the forums and Reddit and everything is like... They love to go over. Those like, aren't real Walking Dead <laughs> right, fans. Right, Stop exactly. it. Exactly. I know. But whenever they're going over the detail of an episode yeah. and talking about, well, that, well, what do you think that means? Because that stood out. So I well, hope that, and, and I will say that the whole episode, not even just with the name titles, there was clearly a different feel. Yes, there and was. I don't know if I don't like it or if I do. There were parts that felt kind of cheesy, like the zoom in close. To get the face reaction whenever all the trash fell. So it's like, zoom in on Rick. React. Zoom in on Michonne. React. Right. <laughs> it was just, I right. don't know. Yeah. Forced. I don't think I didn't like, I don't think I did not like it. I'm, there's a hard, I don't know how to say that sentence. I enjoyed sure. the episode and I didn't have a problem with it feeling different. I just didn't like the title screens because if you're going to say Michonne, I feel like it's going to be like a walkabout with just Michonne. And right. there's not going to be any other characters going right. on. And maybe they're wanting us to focus in on how Michonne is reacting in these situations or Negan in these situations or Jadis or whatever. And that's fine. But, I mean, are they then saying, don't think about the other characters. They're just kind of scenery right now. Yeah. And we'll get to them when we get to them. Yeah. So I, I need to rewatch it, honestly, um, and see. The first time through, it was just kind of shocking more shocking than it was anything else. And I'm still trying to digest it. So I think the second time through, I'll be able to really kind of pay attention more to what has happened. And if, if the title screens really added anything or not, you know what I'm saying? I think where it left me with the title screens is I felt like I was like left wanting something Mm. like, okay, if you're going to do a title screen, clearly you're trying to think outside of the box that is the walking dead. Well then follow that with something really creative and interesting to see. Sure. Not a title screen for a character that we've known forever. Right. And then 
it's just a normal scene with that person. What like, was that one movie like that we went and more. saw where like it was like a video game from the dude's exactly. perspective? Um, so if they, if they had done like a camera dude, from that's a show's exactly view, what I was thinking, like man, how like dude, that would have tripped me even out. If they didn't do exactly that. Like how cool would it be to be as creative as that to like say, hey, we're gonna take risk, but hey, look around. We're in an area where we can take risks because what we're doing isn't doing great. <laughs> right? Sure. So it's like, let's take some risk. They'll pay off or we'll be in the same boat we're in right now. Sure. I don't know. I get it. All right. So let's let's talk about the actual content of the episode now. So it starts off with Rick and Michonne saying goodbye to Carl. They buried him. They got to escape Alexandria um, because... Walkers have come in. Things are burning. There's plenty of walkers in there now because the gates are sure. open. And Michonne shuts the gate. What did you think of that walker getting like his face pulled oh, that off? That was awesome. That was pretty that sweet. That was like really good. I don't know. I feel like we've been missing a little bit of just like yeah, You good, just need a little brutal. bit of gore yeah. in there every now and then. Dude, just, even like her stabbing and slicing through the heads were very like detailed. Right. And this it always reminds me of uh, the episode where they cut the walker with the axe and spread the shit all over him the first oh, time. Yeah. That's the, really the first time when I was watching the show. I was like, yeah, I could get behind this. Yeah, yeah. I can get behind this for sure. Right, right. So that was nice. And it felt, it even felt different. Like it felt higher quality. Sure. Because a lot of times whenever they do gore or action, it has that, that taste of, if, if anybody's familiar with after effects and doing effects, it had that like, if you're a YouTube fan, that Freddie Wong flavor oh, of God. like almost like a little blur to it and right, not right. full on like this is a movie quality. It's TV show quality, but maybe a little better. So you're like in this weird. Right, right. But this was very like close up. A lot of it was probably practical and then with a little bit of added stuff. So it's like that it walker cool. from the quarry a couple years ago that walked between the truck oh, yeah. and got his skin just pulled off. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. The crazy thing about that walker in the gate is like you could see its face yeah. just on the side of its head. That was cool. <laughs> that, was that was very well yeah. done. Good stuff. So Michonne and Rick are like, okay, we got to go. Because there's no dialogue for the first four minutes almost of the show. And just them thinking, running, running into the house, her seeing Carl and uh, a little ass kicker's handprints on the porch and Jeez, things like yeah. that. And thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, things are going to be different now. Right. And then they see the gazebo that Carl used to sit on the roof. So, the, of course, you got to put the fire out. Sure. And they're not and thinking clearly at this point. Yeah. And that's fine. I give them some grace because you, it's hard to think logically in that moment, oh, I, yeah. I would assume. Oh. Yeah, like, I'm we've sure. got to save some memories of Carl because they're planning on coming back there. Yeah. And I think that was the main point of that scene is we will be back here. Uh, we're we're not going to be able to save it now. Yeah. But we're going to be back here in the future. So let's make sure it's not totally destroyed. Or at least their plan is to be back in the future. Yeah, of course. But who knows what may or may not happen. I sure don't. Yeah. So um, as they're driving, they realize that Carl has not only written letters to a lot of the people he cares about from Alexandria, he also wrote a letter to Negan. Yes, he did. And boy, do I want to know what it says. I know. I Part of me wanted to pause the screen I know. On, on the letter, but I'm sure we could find it on Reddit. I'm sure it's yeah, already out I'm there sure. with a whole... It's all written out there. We Speculated upon. Yeah, we don't, have to, we don't have to look at the screenshot. We'll just read it online. Yeah, read an article. But... It's interesting to think that Carl 
wanted to talk to Negan about anything because in the comics, they really play up their relationship a lot. In the show, it didn't happen as much as you thought it would. Like, and they trying, I think they're trying to hype it up more because even um, later when Negan's talking to Simon and like, oh, they must have escaped it. Man, that kid is built for this world. Yeah. You know, about how Negan has this respect for Carl and had plans for him for the future and things like that. Yep. And I feel like that was kind of new. Mm-hmm. Or was that just me? His respect for Carl? No, his like, not his respect for Carl, but just how much he cared about him and how much he thought of him and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So I think he's always respected him. Yeah. But like caring about him, you know, I I think you could almost read between the lines with some of it and yeah. say like, oh, he could have killed him a couple of times. Yeah. But he, for some reason, he just liked his, his gumption. Right. Well, and I do remember there was that one episode where Carl com- came over to the sanctuary and was going right. to kill Negan, mowed people down. Negan made him take his eye patch off and things like that. Yeah. So maybe I'm not giving it the credit that it's due. But sure. the comics have really swayed me because, you know, I know what happens in the future with Carl and Negan, which isn't going to be the future of the show. Right. So maybe that's why I'm a little. I don't yeah. Know. And so do you think, I had this thought, do you think that. Carl dying now means that this show, from this point on, won't line up with the comic at all? I don't know. And it's tried in the past to be a little different and to be its own kind of medium and things like that, but it's still a slave to a couple things from the comic, like Negan's character, Rick being the leader, and Maggie taking over the hilltop. That's all been from the comic and those are all good things and they translate easily to the show but this carl thing is a huge departure so i'm interested to see if it's going to be a lot different but i i'm not convinced that it's going to be right honestly yeah i mean maybe you know i was thinking like well maybe this change that they're talking about is really just a departure from what the comic tells them they need to do or you know what fans of the comic tell them they need to do and and what if negan dies you know Right, so that's that would be yeah. another huge departure. That would be if Negan Where, dies. It, I think if Negan and Carl are gone, the show next season is going to be completely different than the comic. Right. It'll be like they can create their own world, which I don't know is a bad thing. Right? It's it's weird because, and I don't know if this lack you know this lack of interest by community is derived from their need to stick closer to the comic to make, you know, comic fans happy about it. Yeah. Or I don't know, because I feel like they've had hot and cold times, times where they're like, people who love the comics are like, this was word for word, just like the comic. This is so awesome. And then other people are like, "Ah, I didn't really like that part. Right, right. (laughs) It's It's tough. (laughs) It's a tough line to walk for sure. Anything that has a backstory is game of Thrones has a problem. Like, Oh, why, why would you do that? They don't kill that person in the books. Like, so, but they're dead in the right. show. You're like, what, what the hell? And it's always, it's, it's like that with anything, with movies, yeah. you know, if you've read a book, I've heard people say like, I almost wish I hadn't read the book. So I would have enjoyed the movie, you yeah. know, like I would have enjoyed it without the book, you know? Yeah. It's weird. I don't know what order to do that kind of stuff. And I always think read the book first and then the movie. But, I'm sure that's the proper way to go. But it. some people just have a hard time separating the two. Like, oh, I wanted the movie to be just like the book. I feel like I'm the opposite in so many ways. Like Game of Thrones, I've I've watched it all the way to where it is. And then I, I now want to go back and read the book so I can get more 
Shit. more like uh, the books details so good, and man. content, you know, because it's, it's like a taste. I want more. Yeah. Okay. So Rick decides, hey, I don't want to read Carl's letter. I'm not ready yet, which of course he's not. Let's go see Jadis because the Saviors saw Jadis come with us and she might be in trouble, but they need to be on our side yeah. um, and not on the sanctuary side. Right. So when they get in there, uh, there's a trap kind of been set when they go through the door, a bunch of shit falls and falls blocking the door. And then a bunch of walkers come out and you're like, Oh, yes. we've been bamboozled. They <laughs> booby trapped. They booby trapped it for I whoever stepped came. In paint. Right. This is like a scene out of home alone. <laughs> blue paint everywhere. I'm up yes. here. Your horse's ass. <laughs> I'm up here. Your horses. <laughs> Guys you give up. The animal. Are you thirsty for more? <laughs> Yeah, what a great movie! It it like felt like did it not feel like something like a little? I don't know. I guess that that zoom in and maybe I'm I focus on things like that too much, and I'm so curious to see if anybody else had that gut reaction to it where they were just like, what what just happened? Why that awkward zoom in? Like this 80s style. But, well, they bought a new camera. They got to use it, man. Just waiting on them to be like, but what? But? <laughs> This is felt like, I don't know. Okay. Dwelling. Dwelling. Okay, and then we get Simon and and Negan. And this, we talked about a little bit at the beginning of this episode, is, man, this is unexpected. It was, it was cooking up, though. Dude, Simon is so good. Stephen Ogg, mm. excellent. I just kept saying that over and over during the episode. I was like, oh, my God. You know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is so good, but Simon's so good. They're like, both good together. Yes. Like, in Simon is starting to openly disagree with Negan. And he even says a couple times, like, I get what you're saying. Your way used to work, but it's not fucking working anymore. It hasn't worked lately. Ever since Rick showed up, it just doesn't work. So maybe we cut our losses, get rid of all these pieces of shit that have betrayed us and are useless and aren't going to learn the lesson. Yeah. Because the lesson you try to teach him has honestly just made them more likely to rebel against you. Um, maybe we just let Let's it all go. On. Yeah. Let's find some other schmucks. Right. We'll move on. We'll find some other people to save. Yes. <laughs> Which was awesome. safe. And Negan, though, responded like, nah, I need you to hear me on this, Simon. Yes. Uh, that's not how we do things. God, so good. You're that not in charge. So I'm in charge. And you do what I say. And so you're going to go see the trash people. You're going to take one, take their guns. Make sure that they understand this lock stock and suck my barrel. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most Negan thing he said all oh, episode. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. S- when when Simon went down to talk to his people, he's like, no, no, no. We're gonna sit on our dicks some more. I was like, right. Oh man, cracks are showing. Mm-hmm. Cracks are showing. What'd you think? No, I thought it it was yeah. It was written on the wall. <laughs> because he had already had that kind of like that since whenever Negan was gone, he was like, oh, I'll take over. You know, I'll I'll run the show. Yeah. And I think he's he's there. He wants to run the show. He thinks that his crew is loyal to him. And right. they're going to do what he says. Well, and their loyalty is about to be tested. Right. For sure. Yeah, because it's about to come. Something they're going to... There's going to be gonna a find screeching out. hold. Negan's going to find out. And I mean, what is he going to do? Like, right. he's going to have to make an example out of Simon. I don't know if he's going to burn his face with the iron. I don't know if they still do that. Or at this point, he may just have to kill him. Honestly. I think, I think that this is like open rebellion. It's not just like, I want to run away and stay alive. This is like, 
I don't want you to be the leader anymore. I don't agree with you. I'm going to do it my right. way. Right. Because not only did he do the opposite of what Negan said, he then lied about it. And he's yeah. trying to cover it up and he's getting other people to do what he says too. Yeah. Negan might have to take out that whole crew. So, I mean, but what we're talking about, they go to visit the heapsters, the trash people, whatever you want to call them. I like the heapsters just heapsters. because it's fun to say heapster. It's like yes. you're saying it with an accent. <laughs> and, uh, but not. <laughs> I mean, that was a great scene. That was Simon at his best, just saying, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 cool your jets. We're good, right? I'm feeling no remorse. Right. <laughs> you honor our deal, and we're good. And when you need guns, we'll make sure that you get them, because that's what we do. Yeah. And uh, But what I'm going to need is an apology. I feel mm-hmm. like I've gotten some apologetic things, and uh, you know, the guns, that's definitely a step in the right direction. <laughs> so good. But I need some verbal... Uh, Remorse, mm-hmm. dude. It was good. Remorse. I have remorse. <laughs> remorse is felt. I feel well, remorse. This is probably one of those times you want to go ahead and break character, right? And just say, "Hey, I'm honestly really sorry." And, and <laughs> I, I, loved, I don't talk much. I loved the dude that she killed first. I was like, I hope she kills that one. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, and I feel I always feel terrible. But this is the only show where I'm like, I hope that person dies. He's a weird looking dude, right? I hope that and when he opened his <laughs> mouth, wipe him out. Not our deal. Shut your mouth. You're yeah. not allowed to speak, yeah. whoever you are. Yes. But then when he killed the girl, I was like, oh shit. Megan said one. Simon's already killed two. (laughs) That that number's going to grow. He's going to keep going. Light these motherfuckers up. I mean, this is like the Samuel L. Jackson movie where (laughs) he says that. Light the motherfuckers up. English motherfucker. (laughs) Do you speak it? (laughs) Yes. It was very much that. Apology, motherfucker. The other day. One of my sons, like my 10-year-old, he said, who is Marcellus Wiley? And I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, where did you hear that? He's like, oh, it's from a Roblox game. I'm like, which one? He's like, some elevator game. I'm like, you're not allowed to play that game ever again. That's awesome. Because if they're quoting Pulp Fiction, <laughs> we're not doing that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he was like, why? I'm like, don't worry about it. But you're not allowed to play that game ever again. <laughs> That's awesome. It was bad. I was like, oh, That's man. pretty hilarious that they quoted that. Yeah. I always wonder what kind of stuff like kid games and kid shows are always trying to get away with. I was like, what else did they say? He's like, that's the only line. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Got a pretty mouth. Yeah. Uh, so what were you talking about? Oh, Simon. Yes. Um, They just killed Whoa. everyone. Everyone Whoa, except down. Jadis. And I wonder why Jadis didn't die. But like, what is the point of that? Is it right. just to be cruel to Jadis? Because that's not really cutting your losses. Because if you if you leave one one and, person who who is hell bent on vengeance, what, what what are you teaching them and what are you doing? It's almost like he wants to get caught. Yeah, I think he you wants know? to have a confrontation with Negan in front of everybody at this point. Yeah, because why would you leave any loose ends in that situation? Right, and he may maybe was like, you know, she's going to die now. I'm going to have her watch all of her friends turn. And then they're going to end up killing her because that's a cruel way that people do things. You're right. Like, you know, you're going to watch your friend die and then I've got you tied up and trapped and then your friend is going to eat you and yeah. you're going to die. So, yeah. but I don't, I think it was just a little bit of cruelty and a little bit of anger that he feels. Yeah. I don't know, but it doesn't make sense to leave one person alive. Just, just kill them all. If yeah. you're going to kill one, kill all of them. Yeah. I, I think it was definitely, uh, uh, 
pissing contest with Negan to say like, eh, I'm tired of just killing one person to sure. prove a point. Yeah. I'm just going to kill them all and we're not going to deal with it anymore. Because I think he's still on that conversation where he's saying, fuck these people, let's move on. Right. I'm done and with this shit. So he's just going to start wiping everybody out everywhere he goes. Right. <laughs> okay. And there's a big spoiler last season callback kind of thing where Simon says, what is with the helo pad back there? Right. I want to know if you know. What, know what? What what do we need to know? Right. Like, what is that? Like, and I read a lot of this on social media. Like, oh, they just totally, you know, called back to something last season that wasn't a mistake. It was totally planned. I'm like. Well, yeah, because there was a helicopter in the back of one of the scenes. And right. The whole thing. We've seen like, helicopters before, though. Oh, you got terrible green screening. Like, you're still showing stuff. And, yeah. But, yeah, we have. And we've seen it. You know, we've seen them crash. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, interesting. I don't know what that's going to lead to, honestly. Or if maybe they're just toying with us and it'll never lead to anything. I feel like, I hope it wasn't just them trying to explain something that they right. did make a mistake on. Right. <laughs> it's like half the shit in Lost. Like, what does this even mean? It means nothing. Uh, or you'll never ever going right. to figure out yeah, what it means. Just never know. Like, you just ask questions. All and, these random trash people, one of them is a pilot. Right. <laughs> We they, built a helicopter out of yeah. old toilet bowl rings. And right. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Leonardo da Vinci? Right. Because that's who this guy is. Yes. Okay, so Rick comes and sees Jadis as they climb up the heaps. And Jadis has changed clothes and apparently remembers how to talk. <laughs> what did you think of all of that? She found a nightgown. What did you think of that? Her talking? The whole Actually, situation. The whole, her talking was amazing. It was so much better. I liked her so much like, better as a character. Thank God. Because, okay, we got a couple dialogue things that happen in this show. One, we got Ezekiel with his bit, which right. is growing on me. And there's times where it's like, oh, yeah, that was epic as shit. That was cool. But their whole Stay thing, your weapon. Their whole thing has never been something I could get behind. It's always just been annoying. It's kind of irked you. It's just like, oh. Finish what you're saying. Well, okay. Say a whole sentence. What did you think of her explanation then? She's like, yo, I used to come here to get shit to paint on. And there were no heaps or anything like that. And we kind of made this world our own. It was like a canvas. I saw this. Freaking hipsters. Well, Heapsters. I know, right? The whole time. They were well, playing right into it. I, I saw this as a canvas, something for me to paint on. We were the paint. And we made this world our own. And, you know, you can respect that. Probably not the best time to do that kind of thing. Like, okay, things have totally changed. We can reinvent society the kind of the way we see fit. I don't know that you picked the best solution, but. But that wasn't, that wasn't society. <laughs> that was, that was village living. Oh, sure. You know, that wasn't. Hive mind kind Civilization. It was like the Borg. Right. I felt like I was watching Star Trek. They, they couldn't possibly think that. Uh, everyone is now going to adopt our broken language. Right. And well, they're going to live in a dump. And how quick they turned with Simon. You know, they're like, okay, you can have our guns. Okay. You know, I think they probably had the more firepower yeah, in that situation. Yeah, they had the numbers in that situation. Yeah, but they, they backed down. So I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. And then the trash compactor conveyor belt. What did you think of that? That was scene? great. Well, okay. Before we jump to that, Rick, Jadis wants to go with Rick. 
Oh, yeah. Just let me get out. Denied. Just let me get out. You know, I don't have to go with you. I don't need to come back to your people. Will you just help me live? And that was like already a turn for Rick where he wasn't doing what Carl just asked him to do. And Michonne called him (laughs) on that. Michonne was like, I feel like that's kind of like what Carl was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You just had, he literally died. He asked you to do one thing, right? And you literally just did the opposite. And he rationalized. He's like, "I didn't kill her. I didn't want her to die. I just didn't want her to come with me. I just wanted her to go away." I shot over her head. I didn't even aim at her. Yeah. I mean, it was it, 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 she's she'll fine. be fine, right? I mean, she's surrounded in this by a bunch of walkers. She'll yeah. be fine. It's fine. Yeah. Not learning. We'll get. I have a point about that later. But okay. the, the conveyor belt that was that was disgusting. Yeah, I mean, it's toilet green. Is people. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, is she going to eat that shit now? Sure. Tainted meat. It's like a, it's like a Sweeney Todd. <laughs> the like worst pies in London. Pies. Yeah. Worst pies in London. Yeah. Uh, but that was a, a good idea. Yeah. And it was a cool scene, too. I know, some, yeah. Those things. Dude, this was the, the goriest episode we've seen in a while. I have a very irrational fear about those. And you know what I'm talking. I don't know if they're just called trash compactors. That's not a they're compactor. Not just compactor. That's but that like one a, is like a trash. It's like a mulcher or yeah. like a shred. I don't know. Trash compactors. They just compact. It's the like trash. a paper shredder on crack cocaine. Yeah, I mean bones are With, gone. I mean, yeah. they turn bones into pulp. Just even the smaller versions that you know you ever see YouTube videos and they throw like a phone book in and it's yeah. just like you know like yeah. I, I always have this really crazy fear that I'll be by one of these machines one day and like a finger will slip in or I'll get too close. Anytime I see somebody like pushing things down, I'm like, no, don't push it. Get a stick. Do something like whenever you see somebody sawing something and they're just like, you ever see it like those dudes cutting, cutting meat with those really fast yeah. band saws and they're just like, I'm like, it only takes one time to know never to do that. Right. <laughs> I don't know things like that. Then you notice Johnny uh, Nine Fingers, right? Oh, but I used man. to work um, on the ground crew at my college, and I'd have to. T- I was always on trash run because of when I p- picked up uh, when I came yeah. into shift after all my classes, and I would have to go in the trash compactor and like you know you you push shit down and then you get out and push the button and it compacts and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, you're like if you fall in there, do you know what's going to happen? You're going to die. You're dead. Yeah, it's going to crush you. There's so many things in this world that can kill you. Right. It's insane. So you think for sure Jadis can be Alpha from The Whispers based off of this episode? Based on what I know from Alpha, I'm assuming I don't know everything about Alpha. Gotcha. But And maybe I'm dead wrong. Maybe. But I feel like this is a direction that there's been a lot of hinting towards. Yeah, I mean, she's she's got vengeance on her mind for sure. And I think probably more against Rick than she does Negan. Even though Negan's group was the one that came and killed all her people, Rick was the one who kind of left her alone to die. So, personally... Isn't that interesting that you could have more more hate towards that person? Well, it's personal. Right, right. Negan killed everybody else. business. Yeah, Negan killed everybody else, didn't kill her. Um, basically threatened her, but she still was And it alive. wasn't Negan. Right. Even though it was Negan. Right. <laughs> you know, but it's weird. Rick had the opportunity to help her get out and left her to die, like, yeah. personally herself to her face, basically like, yeah. I'm done with your bullshit. I don't want you around. Right. 
So I don't know. She's probably mad at both of them, honestly. Sure. But I think probably more so at Nick and Eric. Nick. <laughs> Nick. 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 Nick Grimes here. Nick Grimes. Country singer. All right. Um, have we missed anything before we talk about the Rick Negan interaction? Anything else you want uh, to talk about? Nothing that important. I mean, if it was a filler episode after all. <laughs> <laughs> so Rick, I don't know where he got the radio. <laughs> I'm sure we've... No, no, no. He picked it up off a dude. Yeah, I knew that, but which dude? <laughs> Some dude. Okay. Doesn't matter. It was a savior. And I love it. He just calls, oh, give me Negan. It's Rick Grimes. And, uh, that was the fastest, like, <laughs> yeah. here you go. He's right here. <laughs> Rick, are you calling me? You want to do this face to face? Are we done with this? Real quick, before you do the whole thing. I'm not going to do the whole thing. I'm not going to quote the whole thing. <laughs> I was hoping you would because well, I want to relive it. <laughs> Without having to queue it up and watch it again. I'm not Andrew Lincoln, nor Jeffrey <laughs> Dean Morgan. I think you were nailing Rick Grimes, by the Well, Nick Grimes. You were nailing Nick, Nick Grimes. Nick Grimes, yeah. Yeah, you had him. That's perfect. my cosplay. Right. What did you think about this whole conversation? I loved it. I freaking loved it. I loved it. And I don't think either one of them are right. I think both of them are playing their characters very well, and both of them are trying to convince the other one of something. And... They're just playing their hand the way it's dealt to them. I don't think either one of them really think that they're right. Yeah. And I loved it. And I don't think until that conversation, Rick had realized Negan had a soft spot for Carl. Carl. Until yeah. he was like, Carl's dead. He's like, shit, man. How did it happen? You know, it's like. Right. It was and like, he even said, like, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm I thought so that sorry. kid was the future. Yeah. And he meant it. You could Dude, tell. I got goosebumps whenever I saw his reaction because it was like, all of a sudden Rick was like, no, no, no I'm mad at you. Like, I need to be mad at you. <laughs> right. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I mean, Negan was like, was it us? Was it the right. grenades? Did we shoot him? No, he just got bit trying to help somebody. And you're like, oh, my God. And you could tell that Negan was affected by that. He, and, was, and he even told Rick, he was like, you know, I'm I'm feeling this. You know, it's hurting me. It's, it's going to stick with me for yeah, a while because yeah. that kid, I mean, that kid was built for this world, right. like he said. And I had plans for him. Yeah. I had plans for him. Once you guys were in line, Carl was the future. He absolutely yeah. was. And I had plans for him. Yeah. Oh, we totally didn't talk about Enid and Eric at all. We can touch on them a little bit. Uh, that's all we need. They I'm were, too deep into this right now. They were there. <laughs> I forgot that we didn't talk about it. Right. Well, so, man. So, like, it, it went from, like, this conversation that Rick started where he was like, I'm going to kill like you. you want to start out. Yeah, you're going to die. I'm going to kill you. You have to die. Yeah. That's just how this has to happen. You have to die. And then it was, like, remorse and empathy for for this loss for rick and rick wasn't ready for that and he's just like well what the fuck is happening and then it turned again to Dude, where me this <laughs> oh, is your fault oh he called dying is your fault the salt and it's not it's not rick's fault but he's trying to play it he's up getting in his head yeah if you if you make someone blame themselves for something that's absolutely not their fault you've, you've won because one because negan knows he's gonna kill him he knows he wants him dead. Rick, and one of them has got to die. Nothing. At this point, one of them has got to die. And that's that's what makes me think that one of them is going to die. Right. Because the show has played up so big how we can't have a future with both Nick yeah. and Rick and Negan. Oh, man, I said Nick yeah. again. What's wrong with me? Nick and Regan. Nick and Regan. <laughs> I have a friend named Regan. <laughs> Regan? 
Yeah, I really? Do. Yeah. yeah. Shout he's, out. He's a tennis pro, so. Shout out. Isn't that the most tennis pro name you've ever heard in your life? Regan. Right. It's like, oh yeah, what are you, a golf pro? <laughs> um, Amazing. But he, I think he might be making an effect, having an effect on Rick for sure. Because Rick seems to like, oh shit, you know, maybe this is my fault. Maybe I am to blame for all of this happening. If things would have gone differently, um, maybe I could have protected my son. Because Negan even says, you know, like, you were a failure to your people, but more than anything, you're a failure as a father. Mm. Your son is dead, and it's your fault. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, shit. Could you imagine hearing that? No. Oh, my God. I would lose my mind. I would, I would go full rage. I'd be like, just meet me somewhere. Me and you. Right. Me and you. Let's do this. I, and I, One of us die. It's fine. I'm fine with dying if it's me, but we have to meet. If they do a one-on-one battle, oh, I would yeah. totally be for it. Oh, yeah. I would be for it. It's not going to happen. But I would be for it. Yeah. Oh, trial by combat. Let's do this. Machete shit. versus Lucille. Yeah. Or hatchet. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hatchet. Oh, I think Lucille has the advantage yeah. there, bro. Definitely a lot more reach. On yeah. That. And the barbed wires. Yes. Uncomfortable. So I mean, that scene really was. I mean, that made the episode and, for me. And honestly, like thinking back on that. So. I, I get where like Aaron was coming from. We're feeling like this was a filler episode. Yeah. I'll say it. I don't fully agree that it was a filler. Yeah. Because I think that there was real progression things happening. And I think that the idea of a filler episode means that there was nothing that like was significant or stood out. But that interaction right there was super significant. And I feel like that alone, that just them talking was made, like, made the episode for me. It was so intense. It could have been so different, too. And that's one of the things that uh, somebody tweeted us about. Hang on, let me okay. make sure I get the name right. Uh, we shouldn't be here. Right. Um, he said, what the hell is going on between Rick and Negan? That could have been, like, a really special, significant moment where Rick and Negan kind of just chatted for a minute and said, okay, uh, maybe we can work this out. Because if Rick, do you think at this point, if Rick has come with a peace offering that Negan would have anything to do with it? Honestly? Well, if Rick came with a peace offering? Yeah. He's like, Hey, I'm done. I don't want to fight. No After more. that conversation. No, no, before the conversation <laughs> had happened. Uh, like if Rick had been like, Hey, Carl's dead. Um, Carl wanted peace between the two of us. He asked you to stop. He asked me to stop. What do you think? I don't know. I think it would come with stipulations that Rick would not be able to honor. Sure. Well, I mean, Rick would probably be out of the the picture. Yeah. He like, he would have Can to Can we leave. just leave now? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And it's interesting to think about, like, so, how different that conversation could have gone if it had just been like, yo, Carl's dead. Um, it's not your... You didn't do it, but, you know, shit, shit is, is getting really kind of out of hand. And you're losing people. I'm losing people. Maybe we need to do something different. And I don't want to be closed-minded, and maybe I am being closed-minded. Always. But, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know if I could imagine that conversation going any other way. Oh, I agree. Because they can't have a buddy-buddy conversation. They can't even have much sympathy for each other. Like, they have killed 
so many people on both sides. That conversation can't be because they don't talk often. Like, that's another thing is like, they're not talking all the time. And then, you know, they're always angry. And then now they're having a cool, calm conversation. Right. I get you. That was as calm as it could be. That was as like empathetic. And the most sympathy is, is I think we could see from Negan is to say like, mm, he was made for this world. Like he was, he was good. Yeah. I thought he would be, he was this. one of the good ones. I had hope for him. Like and I had a plan for him. Everybody thought he would beat it. And the fact that he didn't is really surprising. So, so in that sense, I, I don't know if it could have gone differently. I feel like that's right. how it had to happen. It had to be a quick, subtle moment of like, and there was that, there was that like calmness where Rick was calm and he wasn't just yelling. He was like, no, he got bit. And it was like, Rick was, you could see a demeanor that was calmer, but then it had to end with, you're still going to die. I'm going to kill you. You're going to die. Yeah. And then Negan rubbing it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I still, I think they did that scene very, very well. And it's interesting to think though, how different it could have been if it could have been like, yo, Carl died and Negan, maybe even Negan being like, oh shit, man, I'm sorry. That sucks. What do we do now? Because we're killing our future. Yeah. You know, we're trying to do all this stuff to build a future and everything like that, but it's just going by the wayside because yeah. both of us are being assholes. Right. And that would be an interesting conversation. Yeah. Aaron and Enid, that whole, I mean, we could touch on it quick. I didn't care. I don't care at all. I don't care about the seaside people. I don't, yeah. Um, Enid trying to have that speech like, We'll go ahead and fight. We'll kill the right people, and you guys can just keep hiding, bitches. You know, like, whatever. I did like that she was, like, a little more stern and said... But I have have zero use for those seaside people at this point. They're worse than the trash people. and Because they're so forgettable. They are. And, you know, I honestly forgot that Aaron and Eden went there and killed the grandma until they brought him back up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened. And and that's where I can agree with Aaron, where it's like parts of it, yeah, we're absolutely filler. You know, that seaside part was filler. Right. Like, that was just like... Well, and Aaron whoa, saying, whoa, I'm going to stay. I can't go back without them helping us. Why? Why do we need their help at this point? Yeah. Honestly. Like, what what value do they bring? Um, they ran away because they had a lot of shit happen to them, and they're very protective of themselves, and that's the way they're going to live, and that's fine. Yeah. We don't want people like that on our side. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll see the value. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it'll surprise us, and we'll be like, oh, "Okay, okay, yeah. I'll let up on them." But We've been wrong before, once before. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> but at this point, I'm just like, I don't understand why we care so much about these people that have no guns, have zero interest in helping, and threaten mm-hmm. to kill you. And it's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, Enid also, of course, was like, you know, she made me kill her. I'd do it again. Yeah, cool. We know we knew Enid's yeah. mindset. She's a cold blooded yeah. turtle you know, eater. Yeah, stone cold killer. <laughs> that one, stone cold turtle eater. Absolutely. So, yeah. As a whole, I enjoyed the episode. Um, Me too. I thought it was good. It had changes that were weird, and I hope that those little like video changes and yeah. and titles weren't the big change that they were hyping up. Like, I hope that that wasn't like, hey, everything's going to change yeah. when Carl dies. Carl's we're death is just going to change the way we're filming. <laughs> filming yeah. the episode. It's not going to change anything more. Yeah, nothing else and that was another thing. That we didn't, Let's talk about this real quick. Carl 
asking Rick to totally change, and he didn't give he did nothing's different. Yeah, nothing happened. Nothing's different. And Rick said with Negan, he's like, "We're past that point, bro." Yeah. Like I know that what Carl wants, and he sees this future, and maybe it's possible, but it's not. We're way yeah. past that. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting yeah. to think that they they put forth these moral situations of like, oh, maybe we'll react this way, but they never do anything about yeah. it. And and maybe that causes some some turmoil with with him and Michonne. Yeah, and Michonne really wanting to honor that. I feel like that's where that's kind of destined to go. Oh, we're gonna break them. Michonne up. being the one to say like, no, this is what Carl said. Yeah, like we're gonna stick with this. You right. know, so I don't know. Carl don't know. was an ideologist. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> All of a sudden, All he of was. A sudden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, that was the episode. Um, we got a couple things that you guys could do for us if you don't already. If you don't follow us on Twitter, please do so. We love talking to you guys on Twitter. We're not always great about it, but I feel like we've been better. Our Twitter for the show is at FearInthCast. You can also follow us personally on Twitter. I'm at RealJDLee. I'm at VRT Jason. And we do respond better on our personal Twitters because those are the ones we check more regularly. Honestly, yes. just being honest. If you want to send us an email, though, you can send us an email, fear at inthcast.com. We check that. That comes straight to us. And we try to respond uh, rapidly because we care about what you guys think. And if you take the time to send yeah. us an email, we're going to respect that. And it's we're gonna, important. We're going to email you back. Um, if you haven't left us a review, we haven't gotten a review in a while. We would love for you guys to take the time and just write a little one sentence, two sentence review on iTunes. We're going to be on Spotify soon because uh, that's just the way things work. Yep. Um, but we would love to hear from you guys in any way, any constructive criticism, what your thoughts about the show. That that would help us. It would help us make the show more what everybody wants it to be. Yeesh. Right. Anything else? That's it. That's amazing. We've done it. We've done it. We'll be back next week with uh, episode 11 from season eight. The things are really heating up. Change is coming. Simon and Negan are mad at each other. Rick is always mad now <laughs> at this point, so I don't see him ever calming down. He's an angry man. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we'll, we'll be there then. In the meantime, though, fight the dead. Fear the end cast.